Hey guys, I want to take a minute just to say thank you. Uh, you guys have been so encouraging in uh, reaching out to me personally or through the blog or through other comments about how much you guys have been inspired and encouraged by the Kindling Fire. Uh, I want to ask if you would go to iTunes and rate this podcast and do a quick review there. Because we're just getting started, uh, that would be such a help to us. So if you'd go to iTunes, give us a little love there. Uh, that would be so cool. Thanks, guys. Well, you know, one thing that I, I learned as far as walking out Scripture, you know, Paul says that, um, that he boasts in his weakness. And I think before my divorce, when I would, when I would deal with people that were hurting or, or teach a class or, or whatever, you know, I would always come at that with a, from a position of strength. I would talk about my victories, and I would always talk about, you know, things I used to struggle with, nothing that I struggle with today because today I'm, I'm great. You know, today I'm, there, there are no struggles. Mm. And I learned through my divorce that, you know, all that's a bunch of baloney. Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you, you can do the same. Let's get rolling. Today on the Kindling Fire, I have the privilege of having a good friend of mine, Chris Jackson, from Andalusia, Alabama. Did I did I pronounce it right, Andalusia? Uh, Andalusia, but you were close. You were close enough. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, I met Chris on an adventure that I went on with uh, Zoe Ministries down to Alabama. Uh, where we went to Ironworks and specifically went, we went to an old school men's meeting. This is, uh, this is the men's meeting of men's meeting. This thing is so awesome. They cook. Uh, how much steak do you cook for the guys when they show up? Uh, month in, month out, we, we usually cook about 300 uh, steaks, anywhere from 200 to 300 every month. And, uh, and it's in a very old, uh, it looks like almost turn-of-the-century schoolhouse uh, just such a neat, neat uh, experience. You feed the guys well, and then you bring in uh, folks to really, you know, spur the guys on. So, Chris, it's so glad to, to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Troy. I'm glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself uh, down in Alabama. Well, by day, I'm a uh, mild-mannered um, insurance salesman. I um, sell insurance for Allstate. And then um, that's what I do to pay the bills. That's my tent making. Um, then other times I'm a, I'm a minister to men. Uh, we uh, minister to men through the old school men's meeting. Um, uh, more of my story will come out in a little bit, but I'm, I minister to a lot of men going through divorce or going through troubles at home. And um, we used to do a lot of things to, to reach men and, and try to help them, you know, have a better life. Yeah. So I had it on my heart to talk to you because I know some of your stories we've had a chance to, to you know have conversations after our initial meeting uh, and you've been through some dark seasons in your life 
Uh, and specifically, um, one of the, I would call the scarlet letter of the church sometimes is divorce. <laughs> Um, That's right. And uh, where it, it, it seems to, you know, put this black mark on people when it, the reality of it is uh, it does happen and uh, yeah. and it does happen to, to Christians. And right. um, and part of what I want you to share. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say one other thing. In our preparation for this podcast, you shared absolutely one of my favorite scriptures. And I want to say it might be Revelations twelve twelve. Can you quote that scripture? You know? I can. Um, basically, the scripture says that they overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And um, that that verse is, has meant so much to me because our testimony is not about what happened to us when we were eight years old or nine years old when we walked down the church aisle or anything like that. Our testimony is what God has helped us get through. And um, that is, that's just a powerful verse in my life. And it's also a powerful verse in my life. So when you said that, I was like, "This is this is this is the right call to make to to have you on." And uh, and so I think what I'd like to do is really just give you an opportunity to kind of talk through um, sort of how you know what your journey has looked like, and 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 I'll interject as uh, as I have questions and and guide kind of the conversation. Um, and because you really do have a you do have a story of overcoming, and really discovering a God in and through and on the other side of a very difficult time. That honestly, I think a lot of my listeners uh, can relate to, as there are so many that have gone through divorces themselves. Right. Well, I'll have to start. You know, I was raised the church guy. I always make the joke that um, I attended church nine months before I was born. And, um, you know, I, I, there was never a part of my life where church wasn't part of my life. And, um, you know, it rose through the ranks, if you will, church life, you know, through leadership. And I think I've, I've held just about every position um, in church you can other than pastor or um, never been never been treasurer or anything like that, but um, held a lot of different positions. And you know, as I look back today, um, a lot of that I held on to as as evidence of my Christian maturity or evidence of my uh, my holiness, if you will, and um, also evidence of you know this is you know God God's pleased with me because of all the the, the great things I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so when um, when I went through the divorce. It really threw me for a loop because you know why is it, why are these things happening to me when I I done everything right you know I, I all you know I was at church every time the doors were open you know and uh, and so that was a hard time and also during that time due to some of the circumstances in my divorce um, I could not attend the church I'd been going to for almost twenty years wow. and um, so normally the church guy um, when you get through a hard time you know you would run to the church. I couldn't do that, um, and I think then it was that was traumatic. But today, it was it was one of the best things about my story is instead of running to a group of people, I ran to God, and He really showed me a lot through that through those times, and um, and that that grew me and and taught me so much of what was real and what was not real. That you know my righteousness has nothing to do with how many times I go to church or whether I drink alcohol or don't drink alcohol and um, because really before 
uh, my divorce, you know, I'm ashamed to say, but I, I was, I, I was very much a Pharisee. Mm. And, um, and, you know, if somebody came to me hurting or if somebody was having problems, you know, I really didn't have a lot to offer them other than, hey, I'll pray for you and why don't you come church with me? That's, that's really all I had to offer. And um, so today, um, going through that process, my divorce was really ugly. Um, some, I, I live in a very rural area. Our, our whole county only has about 40,000 people, but uh, my divorce took two years. And many people said it was, you know, the ugliest one they'd ever seen. Mm. And so through that time, um, there was just a lot of time with God. I, I look back and I really believe, I, I know during that time I was a Christian, but my faith was very much a public or corporate faith. And um, through the time of my divorce, my faith came, came very real and, and became more personal yeah. than, um, than, than before. So I've... Uh said on a few occasions in this podcast in different ways, you know, my wife and I also went through difficult times. And when we did, it really strained the relationships that we had that were in church. Uh, did you find that when you were going through difficult times that there were start started to be camps that would be sort of set up in your friendships or your community where it's kind of like, well, I'm on his side or I'm on her side or any of that going yeah. on? I, I was fortunate in that most of the church I attended, they they took my side. Um, I was fortunate in that area, but what I found was that um, even the people that were that were, uh, I guess I hate to say that, used that term on my side. Yeah, it was like yeah. They didn't know what to do with me. Uh, it was like I was a leper, you know. And if 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 I touch you, it's gonna get on me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna catch divorce. So um, it was kind of like I become an enigma that. You know, well, we're we're here for you, and we'll pray for you, but we really don't know what to do with you mm. um, during this time. And and your future, you know, my future as far as you know, being in church leadership was was a question, but that would probably ne- never come back around. Yeah, did, were were you? I mean, did you have to go through the sort of, um, you know, sometimes they've, you know, well, you're going through a hard times, so you know, you need to get out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry to be blunt, but I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of how it goes was, sometimes. Yeah, you know? um, yeah. There, there was um, um, as far as my leadership positions, they they all had to go pretty quickly, uh, and and those they were never done in spite or done angrily or toward me. They were all done in love. But I, um, since that time, I, I make the joke that I I became a divorce magnet. And I deal with all these men going through divorce. I, I know several guys who, who have all that who were, you know, um, basically shunned at that church, and you know they had the scarlet D on their on their chest, and yeah. they had to leave. Yeah. And which is it's a, it's a hard it's a hard thing. Um, you know, people don't understand when you go through divorce. Um, uh, when you get married, God says He takes two and makes them one. So when you go through divorce, it's not like you become two people again. You become two half beings. Yeah. And so you're hurting so bad, and um, I, I really believe churches in my area, anyway, a lot of times they don't know how to they don't know how to deal with that person, and they're hurting so bad, and and they just have they don't have anything to offer them other than hey, I'll pray for you, and you know, join me for Sunday school. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's um, uh, it. I mean it. You know, at least uh, without going into much detail, uh, you know, Kathy and I definitely went through some dark days, and and it really gets, 
it gets very dark and and very uh, lonely. And yeah. um, and uh, did you find? I, I guess you kind of alluded to you found God deeper in those times, right? Yeah, I, I did. I, um, again, we're kind of in a rural area, and uh, you know, there's no telling the hours and hours and hours I would spend just walking in the woods and you know sitting beside the lake, and um, that that became my church. That became where I, I met God, mm-hmm. and um, and I also learned a lot through that time about you know friendship because I did have a handful of friends that really you know went to battle for me. Um, uh, I had one friend early on that came to me and said, you know, I'm really sorry this is happening, and I, I, don't, I really don't know what to do, but I'm, just, I'm here to tell you you don't have to walk alone. I'm going to walk with you. Hmm. And um, that meant so much to me. And uh, because there again, being the church guy, you know, a lot of times a church guy, we can't have problems because if we had problems and you really knew what was going on in my life, you probably wouldn't like me. Yeah. So, there had been a burden I had been carrying for a long time and just not let anybody know because, um, you know, you, you have to keep all those things secret behind your mask. Yeah. And um, even before it went public, um, I one time, and he, and, and this this is really a, a model for how I try today, he came to me and said, um, you know, I've heard some things, but there were some rumors going around about my divorce, and, and this was before the divorce action actually happened. And he said, uh, he said, you know, part of me really wants to say that it's none of my business to leave you alone, that you want to be left alone. He said, but the truth is, I can't sleep at night because I'm worried about you. And, um, you know, those words just, just pierced my heart. And, um, you know, I had after that I had two or three guys that walked with me that just been everything and taught me a lot about brotherhood. Mm-hmm. So it seems like in those uh, situations, there's a lot of opportunity to walk out Scripture. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, not just for the community around you, but even in the, the thoughts about, well, you know, how do I handle this conflict and the resolution of this conflict? Right. Yeah. The, right. Uh, go ahead. You know, one thing that I, I learned as far as walking out Scripture, you know, Paul says that um, that he boasts in his weakness. And I think before my divorce, when I would when I would deal with people that were hurting or, or teach a class or or whatever, you know, I would always come at that with a from a position of strength. I would talk about my victories, and I would always talk about you know things I used to struggle with. Nothing that I struggle with today, because today I'm I'm great. You know, today I'm there. There are no struggles. Mm. And I learned through my divorce that you know all that's a bunch of baloney. Yeah. Um, so today, you know, as I deal with men or if I teach a class, you know, I come at it from a position of weakness because that's where we're. That's where our true strength lies is in our weakness. So that is a really hard concept to get unless you've actually lived it. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, I, and I've heard that scripture, you know, I boast of my weaknesses and 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 it wasn't until personally for me that I was really, you know, the weakness was very very evident and it was very open. And right. and and I just had to say this is where I'm at and somehow through God's grace I had strength 
to go another right. day, to go another day, to to do what was right. But but it was it was in that very dark time. What would you say to people that are really resisting that that process? Because I think God really kind of takes us through that. Some of us. Well, I, I think you have a choice when you go through these hard times. I've heard it said that pain oftentimes jumpstarts your heart, or it can harden your heart. Hmm. And um, you know, if you want to survive, if you want to get through um, to get through this hard time better. Um, for the rest for, for the rest of your life and for the rest of your family and for your friends and all the other relationships in your life, you have to humble yourself and you have to let God, you know, um, put all the pieces back together. Um, you know, I like to think about it that, you know, there's things I'm good at and there's things that you're good at. That that's it's really your sweet spot, the thing that you're best at. And I like to think that the thing that Jesus is best at is putting the pieces back together, mm-hmm. setting captives free and healing broken hearts. And so we have to get to the position to where we let Jesus do what he's best at. Yeah, that's that's well put. So did you discover discover in that in that um, two year period places that were that you hadn't seen before, like even in yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I discovered that, um, you know, the scripture that talks about. Um, you know, we can't we can't get the speck out of our brother's eye because we have this huge beam in our own eye. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I had a black belt in minimizing my own sin and maximizing your sin. <laughs> you know, and so um, you know, God really excavated a lot out of my heart that you know, look, you're the one that's standing in the need of a savior. Um, and I think a lot of times before, I think I lived my life. Or, or maybe I presented my life as someone that didn't even need a savior because I had it all together. Yeah. And today, you know, I know I'm a big sinner and I need a big savior. Hmm. That's 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 well said. So so take us a little bit through the. Um, well, let me ask you before I ask that. Did you have any hard time accepting what was going on when you? Oh yeah. Through? Oh yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I held on for a long time and. Um, without going into a lot of details, just uh, and I, I tell guys that when you go through divorce, one thing that I don't think people understand is, you know, when you love somebody and you're all in when you when you're committed to that person and you don't want a divorce. Most of the guys I deal with, or most of the divorces I deal with today, there's one person that is doing everything they can to try to keep it together, and there's one person that's doing everything they can to try to tear it apart. And so. Um, Usually, the ones I'm dealing with are the ones that's trying to keep it together. Yeah. And so, um, they they want to quit hurting. And I tell them, you know, that that love and commitment, that love and commitment you had for your spouse, that's not something you just switch off like a switch. It takes time. And you know, I you know, I tell them to you know start asking God to release you from that person. And that's something that I had to do because I I didn't I, I didn't want to give up. And so I didn't want to give up too soon because I kept having faith that, hey, God's going to put this back together. And the turning point in that was, was me praying, you know, God, if, if it's time for me to move on, release me from her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and he did. And that's kind of hard to explain unless you've been there. But if you've been there, you kind of understand that you're, you're not released from that person. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, so, t so you went through it. Uh, sounds like a very long time. That's a long time to be going yeah, through that, that level of, of hurt and, and struggle and conflict. Um, but it's good to know that you survived that. <laughs> <laughs> I did survive it. I did survive it. Uh, so and not only did I survive, you know, I, 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 afterward I, I thrived. Um, uh, my faith today is, is nothing like it used to be. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about kind of what, what, what it looked like after the fact. You know, it came, the day came, and, and just how did God guide you from, you know, that divorce day forward? Well, um, you know, through that process, um, and this could probably hold another conversation, you know, discovering, like I said a while ago, the, the value of brotherhood and community, mm. and and still I, I'm um, and still just discovering. Seems like every month the the, the um, importance of community, and I learned that you know for our community to work for the for the act the acts community to work. Um, it takes two things. It takes ha people that have needs and people that are willing to meet needs. And we have to realize, and, and through my divorce, I realized that I am both of those people. Mm. I, I can meet your need, but I also have needs that you can that you need to meet for me. And uh, I think today that's one of the biggest, biggest differences with me is that I'm willing to admit that I have needs and that I'm not this guy on a pedestal that um, that has all the answers, and um, so being that way and understanding grace, um, I'm more accepting of someone hurting because I was just like the, the people that treated me before my divorce. If I saw someone hurting or somebody struggling in, with sin, maybe an addiction or something like that, I in my heart I looked down on them, yeah, and I would condemn them. And today I don't do that. Today I, I reach out with empathy, and today I reach out knowing that we're on the same level. There is no, there is no hierarchy with sin. Yeah, it it's very funny to me that um, when when people come from a righteous kind of place or feeling like they're more righteous than others, you know, they might feel um, confident in the community of the other righteous, but they right. they probably don't feel uh, close and known. No. And but but when you are broken and come out the other side and find that there is godly friendship and brotherhood uh, and community that is real and you're a part of that and right. and you can contribute like you said but you can also receive from it it's a beautiful thing it really is you know before and, and when you when you're going to church and you're wearing the mask a lot of people they're not in love with you they're in love with the mask and today you know the people that are closest to me and the, the community that i have surrounded myself with you know they love me yeah um you know, they're, they're not just yeah that's right um and you know they know about my wars they know i'm not perfect yeah um they know that you know i'm <laughs> i'm gonna screw up just like they are yeah, but, um, yeah. That's, that's okay. So, um, so did you end up uh, getting remarried? Uh, how did that all? What happened there? I did. Um, I actually ended up with um, with custody of my four kids, and I had four boys, and um, that was that's another interesting story in itself. But um, had four boys, and so um, 
we were, you know, dad with four sons there for a little while, all living together. Wow. And um, that was <laughs> that's an interesting story. But thanks to a, a laundromat down the road and a and Little Caesars Pizza, we survived. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, I, I did end up getting remarried, um, and uh, we've been we've been married now almost five years. And so instead of having four boys, now I have six kids. We had another another son, and now I have an 18 year old daughter, and wow. so um, we um, we're a house full. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. So a lot of times there'll be concerns about what about the kids, right? right. And when you go yeah. through such a devastating time, uh, you know, God, are you going to somehow help my children? Um, can, do you have any stories there where you felt like you've seen the hand of God in the in the lives of your children, in despite even uh, difficulty? Yeah, I mean, our kid, my kids. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story on that. Right after the divorce, um, I was having to put together clothes and you know, in survival mode of you know, what would they wear, all this kind of stuff, and. Um, my mother was trying to help me with some of that, and she told me, um, she said, I want to tell you something. I, but up in that time, you know, being the Pharisee and everything, I was not a very touchy-feely dad. Um, I was close to my kids. We done a lot of things together. But I was never one. I didn't tell them I loved them a lot. I didn't hug them a lot. I told them, but not a lot. Yeah. And um, she told me, she said, you need to start hugging these boys more. They need it. And after this, they're really going to need it. And to this day, I think that's something I, I hope that's something I've done right, because to this day, no matter where I greet my, my sons, they're going to come up and hug me. Yeah. And um, I do think that the scripture is correct, that the love covers a multitude of sins. Mm. Um, I, I think that applies in this situation. Now, I will would not be one to, to sit here again <laughs> coming from a position of strength i come from a position of, of weakness because that's more real my kids have struggled they've had their problems yeah and um a, a common misconception with, with people with divorce is hey you know kids are resilient you know we can just get through this and you know six months a year the kids will be fine that's that's a lie yeah to the hell i mean that's something um, divorce is a scar, is a wound that kids carry for the rest of their life. Yeah, and uh, and that includes my kids. Yeah, and um, but through God's grace, we're gonna get through it. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing that's so interesting, Chris. Obviously, I know you after much of this. Is the thing that strikes me about you is you you're warm, you're inviting, <laughs> you're warm, you're you're you are you are a uh, you don't strike me as a cold, off you know standoffish kind of guy um and uh i hope just, that's true <laughs> no it's very true and it's and it's like it's very evident in in god's grace in your life and i'm sure that they're your boys and your other children they feel it as well so i hope, I hope that's true that, that is my prayer yeah that's awesome well look um any sort of last words that you would give to to those that might be going you know separated right now or going through a divorce themselves or or um, you know anything that you could give that you 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 know advice that you would give to those that you help you know today. Um, just some practical things that I, anytime I when I meet for the first time with a guy who's going through a hard time, um, I recommend them you know running to God, spend a lot of time alone with God, and you know this may seem like a silly thing, but I'm a big believer in journaling. 
Mm. And I tell them to, to get a journal, it, nothing fancy. It doesn't have to be you know, leather bound or anything like that, just a composition, $1 notebook, and start writing down how you feel. Try to get those feelings out. Mm. And I recommend you don't close yourself off to other guys. Open yourself up. Hmm. And that is a hard thing, particularly for guys, because we do want to appear to be strong. But in those hard times like that, if you really want to come through it um, whole, if you really want to come through it a better person, you've got to surround yourself with, with, with good guys. You know, we're, the only way we're going to reach our true potential is, um, is being surrounded by a good community of men. Yeah. And um, and I, I just encourage people, um, you know, if you're going through a hard time, don't isolate yourself. Reach mm-hmm. out to other people, and, uh, and and surround yourself with a good community. That those are awesome last words, and I'll just uh, also add to that. When I was in my darkest days, and I was struggling with the community that I was in, um, I said, I, I need it. I need I need men in my life. My life was falling apart, and that's when I stumbled across uh, Zoe and Michael and that that group seven seven plus years ago. And, Absolutely. And, and I am a living testimony that without that community, I would need not be where I'm at today. Um, well, it's something that, it, that um, I think we, there again, as Christian men, we we really want to be the Lone Ranger, but there are no um, there are no long ranger christians um we have to we have to interact with community mm-hmm. so it's a great great place to end chris thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about uh, just all that god's done and and providing hope for those that may be listening that are going through dark days thanks Troy. i enjoy it hey thanks for listening to the podcast if you want any more information about the kindling fire just go to the kindlingfire.com uh, there I've written an ebook called You Can Certainly Do It that I'd love to send to you. Uh, or if you want to up your game, I have the 30-Day Fire Starter Challenge. You can hear all about that at the website. Thanks for listening and be awesome.